What's up, man? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having uh, me on, man. Dude, it's a pleasure. Pleasure to have um, someone as creative and talented as you to, to talk about <laughs> talk about making stuff. Um, well, thank le- you. You're making le- me blush. Well, leading up to the pod, it was it was fun um, going through going through your YouTube and stuff, and sort of sort of catching up on one of my favorite artists. You've been been busy, man. It's been it's cool well, thank to you. see. Um, thank you. Yeah, I just have my I. Uh, I try to, you know, put the blinders up and just go. Right. Um, four years, four years removed from film school. How, how do you, uh, how do you feel over overall? Is, is, it, is it what you, is it where you thought you'd be? Um, I, uh, I guess I should say no. I know you from film school, by the way, for the people yes. listening. Yes, we are. Yes. Comrades, colleagues, um, friends from film school. <laughs> yes. Friends from film yes. school. Yes. Uh, but to answer your question, I don't, I don't think I, I, (laughs) I didn't have, have a, uh, an idea of how I thought I would feel or, Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Or like where I didn't, I don't really know where I'm going. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of going, uh, I have goals, goals in mind and it's like, I'm trying my best to achieve them. But if I can, it's kind of like, you know partially up to the gatekeepers unfortunately and then also right. partially like how hard can i grind to make it happen as well so i don't mm-hmm. i don't know but i think four four years out i feel pretty good about the things i've been able to achieve and do so well, that's far. great yeah you yeah. should you should feel good man because uh, your stuff is is very very well done um really appreciate I, it so specifically we'll talk about uh your newest short the uh well not the, technically the newest i did the the orb I guess yes. is the newest, that, newest. Yes, um, that one's. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But yes, um, which I enjoyed as well. Um, Thank and you. Also, nice to see the Mr. Dan Bach again on, on yes. screen. Uh, he's trying to get back on screen. He's trying. Oh, well, he should. Yes. He's got. He's got the look for it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So sweet child, dude. I don't want. Uh, so wh- before I ask you questions, spoilers, of course, for anyone's going to listen to this, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this. So Great. you should Spoiler. go watch it. You should go watch it before you listen if you don't want to get spoiled so where would you like people to watch it? it's on youtube uh, Vimeo. yeah youtube youtube's fine if they it's on both for those who prefer but mm-hmm. you know you can if you want to do the vimeo route just go to my website zacharygreen.net and then youtube channel forward slash zachary green nice it's on there i love mm-hmm. uh, boy that Vimeo's a scam man i don't it's, god bless it's you complicated for, for, these for doing days. it i don't I don't like the fact that you have to pay for for storage, and then if you stop paying for storage, yeah. you lose you lose the stuff that you had on there previously. Yeah, I'm not really a fan either, but it's just it's kind of like the uh, the strange industry standard for short films for some reason. Right. Well, you know, it's YouTube's fault for with their damn compression. They need to fix. Yeah, the compression is really bad on YouTube, but you know, you get a little bit of a cleaner view on on Vimeo, and you mm. get access to the more of the statistics as well mm-hmm. i'm not like a pro member i'm just a plus but like whatever it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. it's fine um well, i should also say you do have a, a pretty pretty cool two cool making of parts documentaries 
um, yeah. of Sweet Child on your YouTube, which is a, uh, do you have a private a custom link for that? Is that youtube.com slash? Uh, I don't know. Bro, you gotta I'll get, send you, you, get, get you a custom link. Custom, custom links. Youtube.com slash Zachary Green. I think you, I think you all you yeah, need is hundred subscribers. Yeah, to, I have, I have a, for, for my, my YouTube channel, it's just forward, mm-hmm. forward slash Zachary Green. Oh, so nice. I have, I have okay. that, but for, for the Sweet Child videos, I don't have any custom links. Oh, well, that's just what I meant. What to was to your uh, channel in general. Yep. So, channel is YouTube forward slash Zachary Green. I'll try not to ask too many overlapping questions that would, because uh, honestly, it's those behind the scenes are very well done. I, I, uh, I lament every time I end up making something is like, I never, I never feel like I have enough hands on deck where I can just like, to, or, or enough time to even like try to capture stuff like while on set, like while I'm mm-hmm. in the middle of making stuff, like I'll shut snap some stills here and there or like do a couple like little things but dude i can never just find the time to i'd like to hire someone to make yes to make bts stuff so is that what you did did you have someone there to like just to film bts uh no i did i did not uh so shit you really rocked it then so you sort of built that in the production huh what kind of it was it was more of a a pre-production kind of thing Mm -hmm. um i I recorded myself just, you know, with a little, um, point and shoot camera, like for a lot through pre-production and then for production, it was just like whatever. Cause like on the day we shot for two days mm. on the, on the, the two days, it was like, I was all in, I wasn't doing much else other than like trying to make sure that everything's fine and whatever, mm-hmm. all the footage for the production episode, a lot of that is from uh Alyssa's iPhone and then like whatever other footage people had sent me. Nice. Uh so that's all that. And then uh the stuff that I have recorded here on my couch, um, that was all done when <laughs> like a full year after the film had been done. So mm. uh yeah. So that's it's just kind of like a thing where it's like I recorded what I could and a lot of the t- a lot of it was like, man, I wish that I could have been recording while this happened. Um, and mm. then I think in the production episode as well, I had, I, I tried to pull some like behind the scenes moments while the camera was rolling because mm-hmm. it, it lended itself to be a little bit more quick, especially working with a child actor, um, that we would roll and then we would just, we, uh, we would just do resets. So we really would do it in like two or three takes, but like we would do mm-hmm. several resets within those takes. Gotcha. Just to yeah. keep it going. But I, I- I'm 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 very much the same line of thought. The, my my crew was like, "Why don't you ever cut?" And I'm like, "You just keep it." We roll like five minute takes. Just keep because when you stop, you say cut. It could be like 10, 15 minutes for your for yep. your already because people got to motiv- exactly exactly. Someone's got to go pee. Mm-hmm. Like no, you're, you're the trapped. motivation kind of or not the motivation. The momentum can yeah. slow. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you just gotta mm-hmm. gotta tell you to hook people in long takes. Yep. Um, so wow, it took a, it took a year, two days only of filming. That's totally. Yeah. Total two days, two days filming. I wanted three, but it was like a conversation. And I mentioned this in the BTS thing, but it was like, that, that was the one regret that I had with that one was I wish that there were, I wish that there were three days. It would have made, made life a lot easier for the crew and myself, but you know, you got to take what you can get. Well, that's what you get. Partying all night. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, you're making it too. 
Uh, oh yeah. No, I don't blame you, man. That is, that's like the filmmaking dream, right? Is to rent a rent a house and just go live with with some buddies and make something. That is uh, mm-hmm. something I've fantasized about many a time. Oh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, you you say that you like to uh, you're more your sensibilities lean toward more towards the grounded um, film, probably something that I think you said mm-hmm. something that you could see really happening, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you, is that safe to say you would never make like a Lord of the Rings or something? I don't, I mean, I just, I'm not part of the, the fantasy or science. I, I think I would do something sci-fi before I would ever do something like in like the fantasy realm. I don't know mm-hmm. where the Marvel movies fit into that, but like, I don't watch those films and I don't know like if I were to be, if it was a thing where like, you know, the filmmakers that made Mississippi grind, like they ended up doing the guardians of the galaxy movies or something like that. They did some Marvel movie after that. What, um, Mississippi grind, was like, who's that by? I never heard of that. It's a, it was a, uh, a duo, um, Mississippi grinds. It's got Ryan Gosling and some other guy who's like a fantastic mm-hmm. actor. I wish I could remember his name. Um, but he's, he has a couple of roles like in, the land of steady habits he's in, he's the lead in that. And he's also in, um, the King mm. with Tim, Timmy Chalamet, Timothy mm. Chalamet. He like, he's like the, the King, he's his father in the King. Um, that guy, whatever his name is. Um, but anyway, it's like a gambling movie. So that guy has a gambling problem mm. and it's like, it takes place down the Mississippi river where they hit up all, all of these, um, casinos along the Mississippi. And it's just like, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of like a rags to riches story and it's really cool. It's very grungy, which is what I mm. love about it. But mm. anyway, yeah. So they apparently the, that directing team, they went on to do some Marvel film. I couldn't tell you which one it was, but I don't want that to be my track record. I don't want to go from making it wasn't the Russo films. brothers. Was it? Actually, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I could. Uh, we got the Google I love machine. The film. What was, it? What yeah, was the film called again? The Mississippi Grind. Mississippi Grind. Sounds yeah. like a club song. Mississippi <laughs> Grind. It should be. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, that's a director's Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. I don't think I've ever yep. heard of these these two. That's cool. I thought they did a uh, they, Marvel oh, film they, or something. They did Captain Marvel. That's there. that's uh that's who they did. Huh. Good and they wrote it too. Good for them. Yeah. Well, one of six writers. I mean, two of six writers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the nature of that beast. Yeah. Okay. So, I feel you. I mean, that's that's what's interesting. Oh, well, that's what's great about films is like there's such a wide range of yeah of of schools out there. Like, I mean, I, I mean, if if you're listening to this, it's probably, you probably know me that I'm a fucking nerd of epic proportions. That is a uh, like <laughs> you love I you love the superhero stuff the star wars and like batman yep. and shit like those yep. things are the good re- good enough reasons for me to just continue living like mm-hmm. if i if i know batman's coming out in a year i got <laughs> you know all the motivation i need to eat healthy and work out so i yeah. can make sure i see that shit because those things go. they just uh they inspire me they inspire me yeah. in, uh, in my own way um i get know, that but you this is about you you're the you're What's the, you're the you're the guest here, sir. So, <laughs> your uh, your story is is based on a this sweet child is based on a true story, um, or inspired yeah. by a true story. 
it's it's inspired by an event that mm-hmm. happened. Everything else is is fictionalized. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the acorn, you know what I mean? Where it's like there's a, a hard shell and then like the gold is inside kind of thing. Uh, is but there it's gold like, inside acorns? Is this, is this, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Shit. You can go- Google that as well. No um, wonder squirrels are so mean, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they're all hopped up on gold. Um, no, it's a, it's a, it's there was an event that happened in my hometown that I'd heard from like I don't know, it, it, like I was writing at the Daily Record, which is a local newspaper that I don't know is still running or not. Uh, yeah. They were a couple months ago. Whenever mm-hmm. I made the BTS, but some you know pandemic has uh, eaten a lot of businesses alive. Uh, I don't know how they're doing. But um, anyway, I was writing there and I found out something about someone who I went to high school with. I'm keeping it vague Mm. uh, of like whenever they were a kid. So this was like in the 90s that this event happened. Mm -hmm. And like I heard about that. I was like, oh, it makes so much sense of why they're such a pain in the ass. And then I was like, oh, my God, Uh it has such a heavy effect. Like things that happen when you're a child have such a heavy effect. And it was like a drug related thing. It was, uh, you know, it's not uncommon, unfortunately. I wish it was something um, that just didn't happen. But in order for people to to pass uh, urinalysis tests, sometimes they'll use other people's urine. And if they have children, that's uh, free, easy urine to get. And that's basically like that that little thing I thought was so Mm. messed up. I was like Mm. that. So that's that's a real aspect of the story, you say? Oh, yeah, that's um, a real, um, that's the real thing. And then I built, uh, so that's, that's the center of the acorn. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> analogy, yeah, but it's, it's like everything that. around it is fictionalized. So it's like mm. leading to that event, you know, it's like kind mm. of my fictionalized way of like, okay, well that that's a real thing that I can't, I couldn't wrap my head around really. And, you know, it, it was one of those things where I'm like, that's, that sounds like it should be in a movie whenever I heard it. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, people need to, I'm sure that there are films out there with this aspect in there and other short films, I'm sure. But it's just kind of like my way of dealing with it because like, I know that stuff like that continues to happen in my hometown and it breaks my heart knowing that mm-hmm. the community that helped make me who I am suffers from drug addiction and drug abuse. And like, it's um, sort of a commentary on the nature of like cyclical nature of like, if an adult is doing this and a kid is witnessing it, they're probably going to grow up to do the same thing and never leave the town and yada, yada, yada. It's Mm -hmm. this endless thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes me sad, man. It makes me sad. And that's why I, I wrote the film because it was just like, I couldn't, that information I I couldn't handle, you know? So I'm like Mm -hmm. this, I have to get it out of my head. Um, So that, that's that. So it's not based off of a true, it, you know, it's not a tr- based off of a true story. It's like, there's an actual incident that people continue to go through. Mm. That's really it. Um, um, so you decide to make a film, you you uh, get this idea. Who's the, who's the first person you talk to when you're like, it's time to make something. Gather, the, time- gather the horses. We ride. The, horses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the four horsemen. Um, yes. So, uh, I'd say that the first person that I call usually whenever I have an idea is Sean Freeman. Oh, <laughs> like, nice. How's he doing? Sean. He's doing well. He's, he's in the married life. Uh, oh, shit. he's living. Yeah. He's living in Lafayette, Indiana. Really? And he's, yeah, he's, he's mm-hmm. working 
working a uh, he's working at Chick Fil A right now, and he's just getting by and making movies when he can, kind of thing. Well, that's what you got to do, man. I, it was nice to see it, him pop up in the in the movie, in a little cameo. Yes, yes. So he's doing good. He's got he's got some new stuff coming up that uh, is exciting. It's like one one an idea that got me excited whenever he shared it. But like he's like my point person of like, hey, what do you think of this idea? And like I pitch pitch stuff. He pitches stuff, and then we of course talk about how depressed we are uh, <laughs> about you know creative woes and and whatever. Right. Um, but outside of that, whenever I'm like, all right, it's go time. I have a script. I'm going to send it to you guys. I want your thoughts and let's make it. It's my mm-hmm. buddies, Dom and Dom Udell and Anthony Gibson. Oh. Um, and we, yes. And we co-own, uh, familiar pictures, which is our little narrative production company. And I say little because it's, it, it's sort of becoming a company almost it's intentional by goal but kind of unintentional by happenstance, if that makes any sense where it's like, okay. it's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And we have the name trademarked, which is wow. great. And it took a while to happen, but it finally happened. And, uh, so like we co-own the three of us co-own that trademark and we're trying to just make movies. And like, it's a mixture of, uh, it's all indie stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have one feature film that's that Anthony produced, I shot, and Dom gaffed slash cam opt. Um, and we shot that last summer. And then, and that, that's like in the festival limbo, you know, of like. Oh, is that not out yet? You're just kind of waiting. Yeah. So that, that one's called um, He Who Lives in Hidden Lakes, which is like this. Uh, uh, I saw the trailer of, for that. Yes. So that one, that one, it, it's like a strange mockumentary avant-garde thing mm-hmm. it's really strange but it was cool. uh like someone his name's zach lono i did i have a, a video interviewing him about the film on my youtube channel actually it's oh. like it's far too long but um uh neighbors are rough housing up there um oh. but anyway a little domestic violence on a sunday night yeah hopefully not <laughs> they're they're just loud in general um but anyway dom and anthony those are my two guys whenever i have a script I shoot over to him and then, uh, Anthony is really good about, um, I think he just has a really good intuition of like what a story needs in order to get going. And he's like, Mm -hmm. all right, well, I mean, I really like this aspect. I'm going to get going on that. And it's just like his, his gear start turning. Meanwhile, uh, Dom who he shot sweet child, he was the cinematographer. Um, Mm. he's, he's just kind of like, you know, He's like, Hey, maybe, you know, tweak these areas, but otherwise it's good kind of guy. Um, but yeah, we, we've been collaborating ever since I moved here within the first year that I moved here, 2017, Uh I met Anthony and then, yeah. So like, those are my, my go-to guys and did they they go to film school as well? Yeah. So, um, Anthony went to, um, what's, is it UIC in California? Is that right? U- UIC. Irvine. Uh, Irvine. Okay. I've heard of, I know there's a college in Irvine, but yeah. So, wow. he went so he ended to up in U- UC Illinois. Irvine, I think uh-huh. is what it UC is. UC Irvine. Yeah. Yes. So he went there and then, so what happened was it was like a thing where like he, he ended up in Chicago. I don't even know how, but he's already back because of the pandemic. Um, he's back in California with his now wife. 
Mm. They got married in April of this year in the backyard of their apartment complex. Um, and yeah, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. And, um, so, so they're, they're back in San Diego right now, but he's still producing films here in Chicago. So like he'll, once Mm -hmm. it's safe to travel, he's going to be flying back and forth for the films that he's involved in. Um, and then Dom, he went to Michigan state and studied film there. Zack Snyder university. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Apparently he went there. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so that they, and then like, we just kind of met through different channels, mm-hmm. the, th- the three of us, but I met Anthony whenever I, I volunteered at Chicago international in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like love at first sight where like I reached, we both reached for the door going Aww. in. So, oh, after <laughs> you. And then we rode the elevator up. It's like, what's your name? And we just started chatting and we got in a little bit of trouble at the beginning because we were, we went for orientation. Uh-huh. and you know got in the elevator and we were just kind of chatting and didn't stop talking until it was time to start and they're like hey can you guys be quiet all right it's time to start kind of thing uh and then i met dom through mutual connection who's a uh so i shot a lot of weddings here in chicago um back then and uh i met dom through this guy named kevin cerna uh who's a very talented photographer he's like freelance now he's no longer doing weddings but um, he was just like, Hey, I know you're new. Like you, you should meet my friend Dom. And then we just hit it off over coffee and yeah. Dope. So you mm-hmm. worked with, uh, I saw you worked with an, an, an actual casting agency for this, for this picture. Yes. What is, uh, yes. what is that process like? Um, I have yet to be on the other side of that. Um, I would recommend it. Yeah. First of all, it's very, I was very intimidated mm-hmm. at first. I was like, ah, you, you, I'm I was so used to the SIU grassroots of like, Hey, who do you know? Yeah, uh, right. Texting or like Facebook groups. And for this one, it was like at the time, uh, Anthony's, Anthony's wife, they weren't married then whenever we made this movie, but like they, she was working at a talent agency here in Chicago called and, um, actually I'm going to take that back. Strike it from the record. Yeah. Strike, strike from the record. I'm going to start over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Anthony, Anthony's now wife, Chloe, she, she was working at an agency here in Chicago and Anthony was like, you know, Hey, she can't help out a lot, a bunch, but like, she does have like insight. Maybe you should look into these people. Mm. Um, and I looked at the, their site and it was like, kind of like a thing where, um, I was like, yeah, you know, why not? Cause like they have some very talented people over there. And we also went through, um, I believe it's called big mouth talent. They're very good. Uh, it's a very small office, but they have a lot of very talented, uh, performers there. And, it was like one of those things where like Anthony took the reins and he's like, I'm going to get this figured out. Mm. Um, but like him living with Chloe, like he knows the ins and outs of how it works. And it's, it's honestly, it's, I wish I would have done it sooner, but now that I know it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can, I can, I can handle this kind of thing. Um, but basically like what the, the process is from what I understand, because all I did was just kick back and I had, I had tapes of people auditioning in my email, like at the end of the day, it That's was awesome. fascinating. Yeah. So like they sent out an email or like 
Anthony asked me who, who I imagined would be in the role. And I was as descriptive as I could be, you know, like as far as like age and height, hair color, whatever. Um, and then I, you know, they, uh, I sent sides, they got them and then they, you know, would send in tapes and I got tapes for all of the roles. And the only role that we did not cast through an agency was my buddy, Dakota, who is the lead Jake. Mm. Um, it was one of those things where like I was driving him home from us hanging out and he's like, man, I really want to do something dramatic. Like, I feel like I can do it. And I've seen him. He's the goofiest dude that I know. Uh, but I, I, the first time that he and I met, it was like this strong, strong connection of like, we know where each other have been. We've been through very similar things in our lives and we had a very strong connection. Mm. And he's, he's the type of guy that like, it's an emotional switch of like, he can be goofy one minute. And then like, as soon as we're behind closed doors, he's like, man, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. And we just were able to just open up and be vulnerable with one another. So like, I knew that he had that sensitive side to him. And I also knew that like, he understood, he understands people, which is something I, I really quite enjoy. Uh, I like watching him perform because like, he just gets people, you know what I mean? Uh. It's like, you see these nuances that he picks up on the street. And it's really fascinating to watch him perform. Um, but anyway, he was like, I'd like to like to do something serious. And I was like, send in an audition. And he did. And it was just like, he was able to do those like, uh, sort of like micro transitions, you know, like you can see people's wheels turn, mm-hmm. you know, as they're processing mm-hmm. things to say. And he had that going. And he also has this thing that he does, like these small emotions that he can pull off with his eyes that I'm obsessed with. Like he performs up here, which is really cool. Um, yeah. But the talent agency is nice. Like put together an email, look at an agency, be like, Hey, I'm making a movie. This is what I'm looking for. They do the rest. And then Mm -hmm. if you choose to go with anybody through that agency, you tell them. And then like they take, they skim off. There's like a 10% agency fee, at least here in Chicago for the agencies that we went through. Uh-huh. So it's like they get their day, the, the actor gets their day rate and then the agency takes 10% basically. And it's, yeah. that's, that's it. It's so very, you, very nice. You were yeah. able to pay all your talent. Then, huh? Yeah. Or, yes. That is awesome. Good for you, man. I feel like well, a piece thanks. of shit. Why? Cause I, I didn't. <laughs> well, I mean like, <laughs> I, I've look. always wanted to be able to pay people. You right, know what I mean? Right, yeah. And it was like one of, it was one of the, definitely nothing to feel guilty about. Coming, you know, coming from from me, I guess. Uh, because like there's some things like I just last week, well, was it last week? November 5th, we shot like a one take short here mm-hmm. in my apartment. And Dakota was in it, and it was like a thing where like we have a good relationship. He's like, Yeah, I'll do it. We collaborate on each other's stuff. And right. You know, it's like one of those things. It's fine, um, but I don't know, man. Some, I wouldn't feel don't feel guilty about it. You know, it's like people want to collaborate, people want to work. Sometimes yeah. it's great when it pays, of course. But mm. you know, it's like if if people are excited about the idea and they're like they're they're there for you, don't get upset about it. You know, it's like you're doing the best you can, and that's all anybody could ever ask of you. And if they if they're like, I don't want to work with Justin because I'm not going to get paid. That's that's on them. You know what I mean? Just right. don't work out. That just seems to be uh, like the only way to really sort of progress as an, an artistic career without 
is is uh finding those people you can collaborate with on a daily basis exactly. like that is uh mm-hmm. it's worth its weight in gold when you can find those people yeah um, dude and it's it's hard i'm sure it's hard just as i'm sure it's very similar in chicago as it is here like you know everyone wants to talk about making stuff but how many things are actually when, when it comes comes to grind, you know, yes, you know, are you available? Can you do this? Can you do that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. People, it's tough. So it's yeah. knowing how fucking hard it is to make something. It is, and it's always really impressive to see um, an indie, an indie such as yourself, um, put something out that's a really, really good quality, man. And uh, well, thank you. Definitely really appreciate worth, it. Yeah, uh, of course. Um, and I'm ha- I'm happy to be able to to talk to you about it because I I know I mean personally I would love to sit down and you know discuss discuss my film with somebody that is that's why you make these things right so you can talk about you know the 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 battle stories of like oh shit you know we had, well, yeah we only had enough time for ten takes and the tenth <laughs> yeah. one was the one man yeah. it was that was it um yeah. and then it'll all uh it'll all hopefully come back around when uh you know we get that big uh that big break right yeah or do who, you have a who knows i got patience you know i yeah, got patience that's that seems to be the key mm-hmm. um with anything not just probably art is just life right things happen yeah. when they happen they um, happen when they happen and uh to go back to well we can um to even say because uh, you asked me before we started like how to how to meet my girl yes um so i just i had accepted uh, a role in some guy who I didn't know, friend of a friend's, uh, like staged reading of a play that he wrote, and uh, that's fun. I went down to this little uh, like local cinema in Venice Beach. It was no uh, no one in the crowd was was uh, under sixty except for my my two friends that came with to watch, and uh, we just sat. Uh, we we got these scripts, and we it was literally just a reading. So we just sat on stage, and you know, had to read it. But you know, mm-hmm. of course, I put as much as much sauce as I could into it, trying to make it fun for the people. But uh, yeah, she happened to be there. Um, she wasn't an actress. She um, was also a friend of a friend of this guy, and had was thinking about doing taking like a public speaking class or something because she mm-hmm. was uh, she was worried about um, you know being up in front of people and talking and uh, yeah doing things. She's um she's a coach like um and she's in in school right now for to be a therapist. Um, she's in a uh, psychology school. So very cool. Um, to get over that shyness, she, she thought she'd do like this play thing and that's, uh, how we met. So wow. I always, I always say like, you know, if I hadn't just been like, you know, yeah, sure. I'll drive down to Venice and do this little stage reading of a play and you know, nothing ever came of it except I met the woman of my dreams. So that's like there a big go. fucking deal. Like that's, oh yeah. Huge. So I always tell people, you know, just follow Follow your passions and yeah. things kind of seem to work out. I mean, that's at least so far with me. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been yeah. without its drawbacks and mm-hmm. um, trials and tribulations, but that makes you just appreciate what you got and uh, mm-hmm. look back on the journey. And, Absolutely. Uh, f- feel good about where you started and where you came and uh, where mm-hmm. you're at now. Yep. Um, yeah. Back back to uh, Sweet Child. So, okay. Um, Airbnb, you got you had an Airbnb for for that for the house to yes to film. Did you have to like did you did you have to ask them specifically like can we film inside the house or did you just uh just running? I did, I did. Uh, like we did. It felt like too 
felt like almost too much work <laughs> to try to find, find an Airbnb. Uh, uh-huh. It was like a lot of them. It was like, ah, I wish the kitchen had a different layout and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but we eventually found it. Anthony found it actually. He did some, some research and he found one and it was some Airbnb host in Mishawaka, Indiana. And I reached out. I'm like, Hey, my name is Zach making a movie. Love your house. I think it's great and cute. Can we film there? How close, and how far is that from where, from where you live? That's like two hours from here. Really? So yeah. Is, is that the only connection? Is that the only reason you guys ended up in Mishawaka was the locations? yeah actually so like we i was i wanted a a small town feel that was important Mm -hmm. to me and chicago is the third largest city in the nation so it's hard hard to pull off small town here um but i wanted something to be a nod of like where i came from and if i had Mm -hmm. it my way we would have just filmed in my hometown Mm -hmm. but having people travel five hours south is not an option Mm -hmm. um but to ask people to like get up and be on set by, you know, 10 AM isn't too heavy of an ass. It's like, just drive yourself out here, do the best you can. I'll put you up if you want. And if not, then you drive back. It's up to you. You know, just gave them the option. If they wanted to stay, we could, you know, whatever. Um, but Dom actually, he's from, he's from that area. Uh, mm. so like he, he was, was raised in a small town, like 12,000 or something in a town called Niles, Michigan. And it's like a 20 minute drive away from Mishawaka, which is like where Notre Dame is essentially. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, oh. yes. So it's like a very small kind of area, but like he was, he was talking like in the, in the, the writing phase, like I had a couple of drafts down and I was like, I feel like we got to address this carnival scene because it's seven arcade. Mm. It was a carnival. Mm. And he's like, well, why don't you do it in an arcade? And I'm like, that's fine. Where do we know of one? And he's like, I actually do. And he like Googled it and he showed me mega play. It was in Mishawaka. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, it's perfect. Like looking, looking at the photos, I could smell like this weird sweat in my <laughs> nose of like people playing games with yeah. no AC. Um, mm and reached out to him and they were open to meeting up and like hearing what the film was about. So we, Dom and I drove out there and we talked Mm -hmm. with one of the owners and she was like really into the idea. Um, and she signed a location agreement and we're like, okay, well, what, you know, like, do you, how much is it going to cost for us to film here? And she's like, nothing, just show up. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, just show up. I don't need anything. It's free advertising. That's enough. And I'm like, okay. Cool. So, you know, we got a whole arcade. It was huge, dude. Imagine, you yeah, know, it, like, it looked incredible on film. Like, I was really, oh, dude, it is perfect. Love it. Love it. It was like set mm-hmm. deck took care of itself, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but it was like, get there and you just like, there's an energy and we were able to capture that. And I'm, we're so fortunate to, to have had that. And, you know, uh, still, you can tell I'm so, <laughs> just enamored by the generosity of this woman. Um, but yeah, so cool. And I think the reason why is like with, whenever you're filming in a small town, no one, people are just excited. Right. Right. They're like, wait, you want to film here? Uh, sure. You want some free food? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's the great it's the irony is, is how little filming actually happens in Los Angeles proper because places are so damn hard to get. 
you go ask a, a store and they assume you're like some, you know, you're making a movie in Hollywood. Well, yeah. How much yeah. money you got for, uh, for this location? Yeah. Dude, come um, to Chicago and get your location for free. <laughs> I, I told you I daydream about, you know, I've daydreamed about piloting a house and with some buddies and making a film. Like I, I still, I'd like you to have it. an excuse to go like to Carbondale or something. Sure. Um, and you know, just to get a house for 500 bucks for a month and just, yeah. and just go, go at it, which I was surprised. Uh, did you see the, the Chris Swanberg's film? I did. Yes. Um, I was surprised how much, I mean, how little she actually ended up filming in Carbondale. It's kind of made me sad. I know. Um, I know. Uh, apparently I, I get, she had some, some logistical issues with that. I get it. Reason. It's fucking, well, it's, um, I watched her. Did you do watch the Q and a that she did after, uh, Chris Swanberg's a S S I U alum and yes. uh, filmmaker and uh, She's fantastic. Cool, cool person. Very cool person. Yes. Um, and she made a, a film. Oh shit. What was it called? I, I'm blanking. She did unexpected. Unexpected. No, wait, yes. that wasn't, that wasn't, that was the, that wasn't the newest one though. What was the newest no, one? No, the newest one's called, I used to go here. I used to go here, yes, um, yes. and it was uh, took place um, at least mostly a lot of exteriors at our alma mater, Southern Illinois mm -hmm. University in Carbondale. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm her uh, Q and A. She was like, "Yeah, Carbondale Airport is a really it's not like an international airport, so you'd have to fly someone into St. Louis and yep. and drive from there." It's one of the reasons I haven't been back to my hometown of Springfield and over almost five, it'll be five years in the spring um because <laughs> it's got an airport but it's not yeah. like a, you don't get a direct flight from anywhere big yeah it's like, right gotta come in some rinky dink little fucking thing you worry about blowing yep. away in the wind so yeah gotta drive but anyway yeah. yeah i would love to go and and just make a film um in a small town tell some small town, small town shit mm -hmm. and uh i mean i'm sure that there are towns outside of la for sure i'm there, sure yeah there's there's some little areas yeah it's out there he's got to explore right yeah um so do you have a favorite is there anything that most surprised you about this uh whole experience of making making sweet child or is there any one thing you can glean on to like is your greatest lesson dead air we got this dead air in the podcast folks yeah, thinking the wheels are turning no uh, they are i'm trying uh, to think like it's such a it's such a great question well that's um, why that's why the people come here is just for yeah. the is for the hard-hitting questions hard-hitting questions and the underwhelming answers <laughs> no man uh, Any, anything's useful um i don't i think whenever i i learned a lot through the writing as far as trusting myself hmm. and just write like the whole adage of like writing what you know, like I gave that a try for once, oh, you know, that's nice. and uh -huh. that's where, where this whole movie came, came from is like, I, I wrote small town, a small town story that felt big to the protagonist. And, um, it was not easy, but mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. And, uh, through, through this film, I, I learned what types of stories I want to tell. And it's it, it, like, if I, if I could, all, all of my original screenplays will likely take place in the Midwest and it'll be small town politics, small town conflict movies. Uh, those are the films I love. Those are um, not, you know, there aren't, 
there, there is a surprisingly little amount of Midwestern films. A lot of them mm-hmm. are John Hughes films. You know, those are all shot mm-hmm. in suburbs here in Chicago. Right. Uh, but like uh, outside of that, there's not a lot of, a lot of Midwestern movies. And I find that surprising because like, yeah, there's not a whole lot that goes on, but like some of my favorite films, you know, like I love the, the film by uh, Noah Baumbach, the, uh, it's Francis Ha. You know, one for one, one perspective, like someone might watch and be like, this is boring. Nothing's happening. And then for someone else like myself, it's like, Mm -hmm. I find it exhilarating because I know what it's like to be in a position like that, where like you're in a city and you're struggling and you don't know if you're going to pay rent and everything you're, you're moving on a, on a treadmill kind of, kind of feeling where it's like, you're kind of running in place and you're like, something's got to change, but I don't know what I need to change in order to make things happen. Like I relate to, to the smaller stories more so than the, the big ones, I guess. But that was, I think the writing is, was my biggest, my biggest lesson. And, um, I don't know on set, I would say it, it was like learning to like trust, trusting my, my instincts throughout, I guess, from writing to production to post-production, just like listening to myself <laughs> and instead of going against what's naturally occurring that's the big one well that's a great yeah. fucking answer man well thank you you undersold it you uh well, i think okay. that's was, that was a good strategy undersell before you drop something some profound <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks um, great so you uh you you cut this thing too though um, i did yeah how, how uh how how was that process what did you what did you cut on uh a premiere premiere my man i love yep, me some I premiere. premiere yep i do i do some freelance editing as well hey. so it's not yeah yeah you know um, do what you can to pay the bills right right so do it's you, not uh, something i love doing but what's up how was how was the editing process how long did that that take from did you do your own uh mm. like assistant editing as well like syncing of clips that is my least favorite part of the editing it's, me too it's it's terrible but it's yes i did so time i did consuming yeah i did all all the assistant editing stuff and the editing and it was kind of like a thing where i would um for the first cut it took me well over a month uh just because uh as i mentioned earlier on it's like we had these long takes and i i cut up all the different takes. And then mm. I, I pulled my selects mm. and based off of that, it was like, well, the performances are amazing. It's just like, which one seems to be tailor fit for this film? You know what I mean? Just like right. selecting the right things and manipulating stuff when you have to, to make it seem like what you're seeing is, was intentional instead of mm. like, Oh, that's just a moment in between takes that we happen to get. Mm. Um, that's the cool. You that's know. my. Those are my favorite little things about that whole editing process. Is like yep. the stuff that people would never expect. Or I mean, mm-hmm. it's just so much that goes into it, man. You're making a. You're making a puzzle without yeah. a picture. Without a picture yeah. to go off of. Um, yep. But you can it's literally crazy. be God. You can. You can, <laughs> you can yeah. make someone say something they never even said, or they might have just said in jest. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can bite the letters together. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How did that? Because I know personally, I'm a much better editor than I am a director. So I, okay. my my strategy on set was to try to get as ma- as many options as possible. Yeah. At least for this this last thing I made, um, Model Citizen out and out now. What's so it called? Uh, Model Citizen. 
Okay. Um, it is on a Roku app, Shorts Daily, until Thursday, the uh, November 19th, 2020, if you're listening in the future. Sorry, it's too late, but it's probably on YouTube or Vimeo or something by now. Um, how is it in the mm-hmm. future? Is is the virus gone? Yeah, anyway, what happens? Um, yeah. No spoilers, actually. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till we get there. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just tried to, I mean, obviously within reason of, you know, fit into the story, but I just tried to encourage my actors to just, you know, try different things with as many different things as possible because I, mm-hmm. even though I, I've, I've studied acting a lot more than I ever have in the past two years, I still, you know, that's a limitation. It's a, it's a weakness I need to work on, which, you know, you don't get better if you don't do it. Like right. it was my second ever thing I've directed with other actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. To, to you for you like what is um for directing do you do you have a particular way that you you roll with in your directing do you or is it sort of like change between actors or or even productions so um yeah did okay. you do any rehearsals i i like to for have at least film, one rehearsal yeah we were not that lucky with sweet child what what you see is like on the day finesse from well yeah they they crushed it yes yes, they did fantastic so so proud of the cast they i you know they over delivered they did you know it's like i we we the only rehearsals i i guess that we really had was uh whenever you know during callbacks really Mm. That was, mm. that was it, you know, and it was kind of like a thing where, uh, got to know them as individuals mm-hmm. more so than, uh, performers. And that was helpful just to know like, oh, okay, well, we need a common language kind of thing. Not that we spent all day together, mm. uh, would have loved to have had, had some, re- have some rehearsals, but you know, um, we just weren't that lucky. But as far as like approaching a scene as a director, like I'm not, um, you know, just being truthful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know everything. I don't know all the different strategies, but I do know that, um, actors, uh, and for myself, it's mm-hmm. helpful if something's goal oriented. And I tried to set that up as many times as I could. Where what do you mean, what do you mean like, by that? Could you, could you unpack that a little bit? Yeah. So like in, in the beginning of the, of the film, we actually had to, you know, this is in the BTS, but like we had to rewrite the entire opening scene mm. of the film. And it was like, we're, it was me and Dakota, me, Dakota, Dana, and myself in the backyard of this Airbnb. And I'm like, I want to hold on to the emotional beats where Dakota He's trying to get inside. That's his first objective. And then after that, he's taking a son. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And Dana, her, her, her goal is to like pr- just protect the kid at all times. Protect Ben. Whatever it takes. Whatever she's got to do. And she ends up being overpowered kind of thing. So it's like setting up those things in order for them to kind of attack. And... Mm. Uh, we're, That's you a know, good in the moment, by the way, if I may take a take a yeah. pause, is to ju- as uh, just talk just to mention that that uh, that moment where he, um, I guess it looks like he hits her or something, but we don't see yeah. it. I mm-hmm. thought that was I thought that was a lot more effective not seeing it than uh, thank you 
So well, well, well done with that, sir. It thank was very you, like, you. and to see her come out limping and like holding her shit, it was like, yeah, it made me mad. She was, so. she was not a, yeah, she was not a fan of like playing hurt. Um, mm. but she understood like mm. why, it, you know, why we went about that in hindsight, I probably would have, um, done something different, but I don't know what exactly. I wish that there could have been something else that was holding her back, but you know, um, well, I mean, it's hard to justify like, things tying her up. I think you did fucking excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks um, man. Thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, goal oriented things, but like that was, that was pretty much it. And then like with, so like with the, with Dakota, I knew that his, his takes were going to be pretty much spent after the first couple. So we would try and get his close-ups mm. like after the wide shots, we would just do his close-ups first and then we would do Ben's. Whereas Ben, he, he's kind of, he, so Dakota's more of like a, I'm going to, I'm just going to get, get, get you what you need in the first couple of takes. And after mm -hmm. that, it like starts to turn, turn into a mosaic kind of thing where it's like, I don't know. It just gets more and more and more loose and he gets in his head, it seems. So mm. like, I knew that like, we need to get his takes sooner. Um, and he understood the beats and everything. And we had, we had talked on the phone prior and like in person about like his character's motivations, what he's after, what types of drugs he, he was sent to jail for everything. Well, that was stuff that he needed for the character and just gave that to him. Um, mm. Ben, the kid, he, he was more so like a dial where it's like, he would go automatically to 11. I'm like, let's bring it back just a little bit. We'll bring it back to a two. You know, mm. he was, he was so, so used to performing on stage. He was a stage actor. Oh. Um, yes. And I had to, I remember like early on, we ended up having to get his, his mom, Allison, such a sweet woman um, to come over and like, help me explain like, and, you know, in theater, everything's you're projecting to the back and then in film, like you can even just the, the simplest of eye movements is effective, you know, to mm -hmm. try and like explain that to an eight year old mm -hmm. was, was challenging, but really fun. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of like, it got to the point by the end of day two, where I would just look at Ben and, and, and I just be like, just do after you, uh, after your, after Jake says something, just do the lip thing. That's what I told him. And he mm. would just, he knew what I meant after that. Wow. So yeah, it was kind of like, I knew, I knew what I was wanting performance wise. It was just a matter of like using what the, like how each actor performed in order to orchestrate that in the right timing in the right way, I guess. So, yeah, but gotcha. that was all, that was all new. That was all new for me. Mm. I, I really need to reread. Um, some acting books for sure. That's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Would love, would love to like be, um, you know, moving, moving forward. It's mm -hmm. like, would love to be more in tune with, uh, the different performance strategies, you know, like Uta Hagen and mm -hmm. whoever else. I don't even know all of them. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. stuff that I learned in film school. Yes. All that stuff. I need all to familiarize myself. Yeah. I need to familiarize myself with, with things like that. Like I'm familiar with the names. Couldn't tell mm -hmm. you the differences, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I know the ones, one's more so like, um, recalling 
actual life events in your in your brain and then there's another mm-hmm. one that's more physical um, um but, that'd probably be the meisner that's one i've i've actually studied in in length out here actually finally very cool um, in the los angeles it's very it's it's an interesting thing because it's you're talking to each other but uh-huh. the, it, the language in which you're speaking you're only speaking in terms of uh physical and emotional life that that you're getting from from your partner you're talking to so you wouldn't be able to say like hi or bye or anything i'd just say so we just look at each other we stare at each other and i'm like i would say something about myself about how you're making me feel or how uh, how you look which would yeah. in turn so i'd say like I, i'm happy and then you repeat that at least once you say you're happy and then i'm you might say that in a dickish way and you're like, oh, uh, and then I'll respond and say something like, oh, sarcastic. And you're like, sarcastic, sarcastic, sarcastic. And then you're all of a sudden you're just off and you're running. You're, but it's just all based on emotions and what you're given, yeah. given the other person. So it makes you, it helps you at least to stay like uh, very um, centered and mm-hmm. be very aware of how you're feeling in the moment, which in turn gets you out of your head. For, for a scene you're going to do so it's um wow it's been something very very helpful i wish i would have wish i would have had that that knowledge for uh thanks paul but uh oh yes that was a <laughs> that was a fun time man that was a long was time fun. ago it was a um, long time ago there's you know look you know there are lots of things that i would would change about that that's oh, for dude. sure well, but you know it's it's you wouldn't uh, be who you who you uh who you were if you didn't you know, make it as you, as you is. I try, yeah. that's how I, because I mean, like everybody who makes stuff, you always, there's always shit that annoys you about, yes. about your work, but yes, I'm trying to keep, keep the perspective at least more recently. Like, you know, like I said, it's fucking hard to make stuff, dude. It is. It is like so many moving pieces. That's why, that's why studios spend hundreds of millions of dollars on movies and they still don't work. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not like an easy thing. So yeah, then you just got to make what you can make and, you know, glean all the fucking information you can out of making that, you know, be very aware of like what you, what your shortcomings were, what your strengths were. How can you balance that out for the next one? Yep. And uh keep making, man. That's yeah. uh I mean, because if you're in it for like if you're in it for the likes or the or the love, it could get really fucking exhausting really quick because oh, yeah. y- you don't get a lot of either of those things when you're coming up. Um it's true. You kind of just gotta do it for you at the right. beginning. It's not um, really for anyone else, you know. Yeah. And I mean, even like you want to get into film festivals. That's what, you know, that's, that seems like the goal for, for people that make stuff, at least, at least people yeah. that I, uh, that I know you want to get into festivals. So that if, if anything, for me, I hope that someone will see that I got in a film festival and that would make them not guess twice whether they should do this new project with me. That's all I'm hoping right. that that does for me. Like, you mm-hmm. know, move on to the next thing. Give me a, another bite at the apple. If yeah, so, yeah. so to speak. Um, cause yeah, you'll get, keep getting better as you go on. Do you have yeah, anything, I'm, anything cooking for, for up next? Oh, um, yes. So, uh, I figured. Yes. Um, I, I can't, I get sad, Justin, if I'm not, if I'm not yeah. doing, doing something, I, uh, I get depressed. And what I have been doing since mm. film school is I've been 
uh, getting to know myself better and understanding my rhythms. And part of that is like, if I stop moving, I get mm -hmm. sad and then I wonder why I'm sad. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, I just need to keep doing things. Um, so it's, it's kind of like a thing that I, I can't really, I can't really control, you know, it's like, I kind of, ha I have to be doing something or else. Um, I just wonder what life's all about and why I exist. And if anyone loves me and whatever, it's just not a fun time. But anyway, <laughs> I have, I have, a, I have a handful of things. One, uh, as I mentioned very briefly earlier, we shot a one take short on the 5th of November. Um, meaning so like a, was that just all, meaning like it's literally one take? Yeah, like one a, take. Is there just any like, sort of like trickery, like mm -mm. like Birdman yeah. or stitch stitch stuff together? No, and because of that, we I chose not to do trickery, mainly because the the virus spiked again, and everybody that was wanting to be involved was like, I no longer feel comfortable, and I'm like, that's fine. But Dakota, the main uh -huh. actor, he is a mail carrier, and so he's out in the public. And so he's like, I'll do it. I don't care. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All yeah. right, cool. So it was just like me. It, it was, it was, he was down on the street. So it's like, it's a single take kind of thing um, where it's like, he's down on the street. I was right here aiming uh -huh. down into the street with a, 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 it was a 70 to 200 Canon servo zoom so that I could like kind of, you know, zoom in and out uh, mm -hmm. in order to replace the emotional beats that you can get with a cut. I was using zoom. Um, oh. so it's kind of like, it doesn't feel stifled, mm. but like one moment and, uh, which is the lesson that I learned with this one was like, um, you know, just, I could have, I could have waited longer to shoot this thing, but it was kind of like the perfect timing with the leaves and he's going to be leaving his apartment soon. And there is a, uh, there is a dog in the movie and mm. the dog is his roommate's dog. And it was like a thing where like, I didn't want to have to get in more scheduling things. It was like the dog was available. Dakota was available. I had a sound recorder and a zoom that I had already rented. Why not shoot it? So it was like a thing where Alyssa, my wife was down on the street with a wireless lav attached to Dakota and she was just monitoring mm -hmm. it. Didn't know how mm -hmm. to use the thing. <laughs> and I'm up here in the apartment on the phone with him. Uh, Cause it's a film that takes place over the phone oh. and it's, it's like a, it's a conversation piece, but you never hear the other side. Um, mm. so it's like a drama of like a guy wants what was taken from him from a past relationship and he has to push through a, a, a really, a really particular pet peeve in order to get what he wants back basically. Mm. And just to ruin my own movie, he's fighting to get his dog that his ex kept from him basically. So it's kind of like this thing of like, at the end, there's a reveal. It's a dog kind of thing. Um, but it's like six and a half ish minutes all in one take from beginning title sequence on through credits. It never cuts. Um, but it's like an experimentation in like what I'm able to achieve emotionally in a single mm -hmm. scene without cutting, um, because I really appreciate that. And, uh, the movies that I enjoy watching, a lot of them are, they're covered very simply where it's like, they'll maybe be one cut to a close up, but a lot of it, sticks in the master shot. And, um, I, I feel as though it, in order to do stuff like that, it's either you rush for time mm -hmm. or you just really know what you want. 
And mm. with this one, it was like, I wrote, wrote the script over the course of like a couple of months and, um, ended up being one of those things where like, it unfortunately was kind of loose just because of scheduling things like Dakota wasn't able to have all the lines down and we didn't have a scripty or anything to feed him lines. Cause I was operating the camera and Alyssa's mm. down on the street. And then we did have an actress. Well, she wasn't really an actress. She was, she was like his reading buddy on the other end of the phone. Um, and she had the script in front of her. I don't know what happened, but like she would like lose her place and stuff okay. in certain parts because uh -huh. like she would riff a little bit, but I, you know, uh, I don't know what was going on on the other end of the phone, but anyway, uh, for what it is, I'm proud of it and probably going to submit it to nobudge.com just to see, uh -oh. uh huh. oh, can you still see Lost me? You. We lost Zach. Oh, my battery back. is back. Uh, hello. My battery is at 10%. I'm going to need oh. to charge this thing. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's like, I'm going to submit it to Nobud just to see what happens. Uh -huh. uh, and then after that, I'm probably just going to release it online. I'm kind of exhausted with submitting to, to festivals at this point, especially in a climate where you don't know if you're going to be able to attend the festival if you get oh, in. Dude, yes. Yes. So that's the heartbreaking thing mm -hmm. that has me like, you know, it's obviously discouraging whenever you get denied, mm -hmm. you know, um, just because, you know, th this is a, a knock on myself just because I'm making work doesn't mean that it's any good. You know what I mean? And like it, good is being relative and like some festivals have themes that they stick to, which mm -hmm. is, you know, like sweet child, I submitted to like six festivals and it's been denied from three. And I reached out mm -hmm. to all of them just asking the simple question, why not? Uh, -huh. uh, and two of the three was like, it didn't fit with the theme of this year's festival. And I'm like, why do you have to have a theme? Um, and it's not that they didn't like the film. Uh -huh. It just didn't fit into their feel of everything. Mm. Um, and are, you, like, uh, are you on? Get oh, go ahead. Sorry. Let's go finish, man. No, that I was pretty much done. Oh, um, What's are up? you, are you on film freeway? Is that what, is that what you're submitting mm -hmm. on? Absolutely. Um, have you ever, cause this is with this with this film, because uh, I also did this uh, submissions for Fat Man as well, that only yeah. got uh, gotten one. Um, yes, but uh, one of the actors in my in my short suggested to me that you pay for like it's a it's an email blast basically to all the all the festivals on there, um, mm -hmm. and it's like a one sheet of your film. You know, it's got the poster, the trailer, um, the yeah. description of your biography, and all that, and it sends them out to them, and then from doing that. I got in, I got no joke, 200 film festivals come off of me discounts to submit. No some way. being, some being like half off, some being even just, just like free, just like here, send Whoa. it in. So I would suggest, I mean, for a sweet child, dude, it is, that is beautiful for a festival. That Thank is, you. I think it's, it's. Thank could, you. It, if my film got in a festival, your film deserves to be in a festival. So I would say, uh, give that a try. If, if, uh run run that by me again so it's make basically like, here like an electronic press kit kind of thing film, so i'm gonna go to i'm going to filmfreeway.com folks film freeway um <laughs> my pro <laughs> little little uh plug there so you go to your project in film freeway right um uh -huh. and you go to marketing options oh and in the okay. marketing options i chose uh email marketing um, now I also signed up for, for, I paid for a month of gold on film freeway yeah. just because I figured I, I mean, I submitted to almost 50 festivals, so wow. it, it paid for itself like right away. Yeah. So, 
um, it's 75 bucks for the email marketing if you're a gold member and it, it just sends it sends basically your project that you already have in there like just to everybody um mm. so yeah i mean i would say i look into it look into it man that's pretty that's really interesting hmm. okay i mean very cool it'll it, if nothing else i mean it'll save you a lot of money on the fests that do offer discounts because i mean yeah 50 percent of 10 bucks right a bunch of times you know really mm -hmm. adds up but even so mm -hmm. i didn't it did allow me to submit for a few of the more pricier ones and i that i didn't think i would have um anyway but yeah still with that same thing i just had a conversation with a with a director this week of one that's in la in a in february and i'm it's invited me to submit and i was like well are you guys gonna have it in person and they're like well we're still waiting on that and i was like okay well the deadline's in a month i think i'll wait on that too because yeah if i'm gonna spend 50 bucks i'd like to go and like yeah. i'd like to go get interviewed for my <laughs> or yeah, like talk yeah, about yeah. it or just meet meet people like honestly yes, yes. meet people and mm -hmm. discuss you know just like-minded people yes that's what it's all about because yeah i mean there's there seems like it's hard to find people. It is. I don't know. Yeah, surprisingly. It's like I met a guy, uh, my my short grumble. Mm -hmm. um, Which is got, great, by the way. Thank you. Uh, my attempt at comedy. Um, Very well done. Is that, on, that, is that on your YouTube or is that a Vimeo? That's, I would, that's I would on suggest, Vimeo. I would suggest you folks watch, watch that as well. It's good. Yeah. It's funny. Make Thank you. Chuckle. Thank you. Uh, it's poop humor. So very, pup, yes. pups. It's right up um, my alley. Yes. <laughs> my dark uh, brown chocolate alley. Mm-hmm. Mm, tasty. Mm, uh, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are we talking about now? What 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 was I saying? I was saying something. Um um, we were film festivals, um, yeah. um, 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 um Grumble, what you learned with Grumble. Was that it? I don't, know. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, oh. um, Got into a really cool film festival near mm. in a, a town called Goshen or Goshen, Indiana. Mm. Uh, it's called the Gold. No, what is it called? Something Coast Film Festival. Gold no. Coast River River Bend Film Festival. That's what River it Bend. is. River Bend Film Festival. Great festival. Uh -huh. It's like what I imagine Sundance feels like. I've never been, uh, uh -huh. but it's like small town, small theater, and you get like all these tokens. They take care of you, you know, like they give you free pass in plus one. And it's like, um, I don't know. It's not, it's not a very large town. So it's easy to get around and experience all the things that they want you to kind uh -huh. of thing. And they give you these free, like, food and, and drink coupons and you just go around to these places and they have Dude. little meetup spots for the filmmakers. And I met this guy named Curtis Matsky, who's like, he is a dude who's like hustling here in Chicago. And he had, mm -hmm. he, he had a film that he produced last summer or the summer before or something like that, that actually got picked up by Gravitas Ventures. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, like he's a really interesting guy. I met him there. And he's like someone who's like constantly making stuff. And I owe him like many a special thanks for like just taking a look and giving feedback for, you know, Sweet Child and Orb. He was actually a really mm -hmm. big uh, uh, 
really big influence on like the ending and like how it kind of like pushes in. Cause I was just going to have it be static, but he's like, you need mm. to push in, push in a little bit. So I had a little digital zoom. Um, okay. And yeah. So he, he's a really great guy. And uh, you know, I, I hope to be able to work with him on something of his one of these days, like in, in the way of cinematography, but who knows, he's kind of like, he's a couple of steps ahead of me. One would say, mm. but oh, well, you're, you're right where you need to be, man. Um, yeah, well, do you have an ultimate like goal or ultimate dream rather? Like, you'll just, you have an end game. Yes, of course. Um, before I answer, can I plug this thing in? It's going to oh, die. Please, please plug give me in, one, plug second. one second. One second. Um, yeah, folks, those, uh, those non, non-in-person festivals are a bummer, man. My, uh, Silicon. Oh, yeah. Silicon Beach Film Festival usually rents out two uh, entire theaters at Cinemark. So that is that would be dope, but oh well, can't can't complain. It's on uh, it's on Roku, so check it out. Um, I think you you do need to pay like a uh, I think it's five or six dollar subscription month. You know, pay it once for the month, and I don't know. You may never watch it again, but uh, for you know, I've until Thursday to watch Model Citizen on uh Roku, or you know, just wait till YouTube okay. happens. Um, welcome back, sir. I was just telling the folks at home about uh, film festivals. Talk cool. about congrats um, the, again the, on uh, your film, man. Oh, but thank you, bro. Um, I, I want to send it to you actually because it's funny. Oh, We're very please. like. They're very similar in the way that they're family, like sort of family drama uh-huh. type, um, with children involved. So I was when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, he was he's we we're very much like on the same sort of wavelength. Same wavelength. Um, mm. um, but I did. Do you have. Oh, do you have. Did you have like a thesis for your film? Like a sort of statement or anything that you wanted? Like you you were like, I hope. For sure, when people see this, that they get that they get this out of this. Or did you just want to tell your story? Um, I did have, I did have kind of a thesis. It was it was kind of the thesis of like showing showing people who aren't involved in uh, like that area of the drug world mm-hmm. to to show them that like it is affecting families and in what way that it mm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it, it could be like someone's impetus to like take action of like talking to a family member that they know who struggles with this. Like, oh man, I, I, you know, feel, feel bad for my uncle Jeff, but like, it's not fair to his kids. And like, I should talk to him about it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or if by some weird chance that someone who is addicted does see it, maybe it would be like kind of a wake up call for them. Um, mm. but you know, it's a short film, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I do yeah. know that, um, like a lot of people from my hometown watched it, which is who the film was for. Like there, that was right. my target audience was like, I'm, uh-huh. I'm speaking to you Lawrenceville. Uh, cause there's a lot of, um, opioid and meth use back mm. home, which is unfortunate. And, um, it's a very small community. It's like, you know, 45, 4,800 people. Um, but it's like, you know, um, just broke, broke my heart 
And it's like, it, it was kind of like a, my way of, of, uh, trying to, trying to shake them awake be like, you don't have, you guys can snap out of it if you want. Um, but yeah, they, uh, from the people that from back home that have seen it, they, uh, really related to it from what I've heard. And they, they, they're glad that it exists and that they're represented in some way that isn't monstrous mm. completely, mm. you know? Um, cause Jake, he, there's the, there's the gray area of like, yeah, he, he does drugs and, and, uh, apparently abuses women, you know, but it's like, he's also a good dad. Right. At the same time. Yeah. Like that his intentions that- are good. They genuinely right. looked like they had fun playing playing at the arcade together. It was very sweet. Yeah. They had some sweet moments yeah. together. Yeah. It was good. Good good moment. That was one of my favorite moments to film. That mm. one. Yeah. Um yeah. is there anything that uh you uh had a really, really hard time filming? Oh yeah. Um like, the No, go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. I was gonna say the the moment where um, I'm going to get emotional. I was thinking about it. <clears throat> um, the moment where Jake and Ben have to say goodbye. Uh, mm. it was hard. Like Dakota was, was, I was, I loved Dakota's performance in that moment. Um, and he, like, we got the take right away, but he's like, I want to try it again. And I want to cry for you. And I'm like, no, it's not necessary to cry. And he's like, no, I want to give that to you. And I'm like, all right, what do you need from me? And he's like, just give me a couple of minutes. And he mm-hmm. went off, he did his own thing, put his headphones on, tried to get in the moment. And he wasn't able to get there, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Cause like his performance is great, but uh, he really wanted to give that to me. But Ben, you know, him being so young, um, I was at the beginning, I was a little worried that he wouldn't understand the gravity of it. And cause he has, you know, his parents are good parents and, it, mm-hmm. and it's like, he's not going to be exposed to that world for a while longer. You know what I mean? Like learning mm-hmm. about it and whatever. Uh, I'm sure that they had to have conversations with him about the film. And like, there was a, a shot in the film that ended up getting cut where like, we use like, like a meth pipe kind of thing uh-huh. as an insert uh-huh. shot. And they had, they handled that in their own way as parents, but like they were fine with him being, exposed and they did the, their own thing with it whatever but in the in the restroom did he, did he have the the pipe then Little so kid, it, was, was it was in so he like, wasn't it smoking was it was he no 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 no, no. there's no, no that was one thing i didn't want to do i wanted it to be a film about the effects mm. on the family mm. for drug abuse instead of like seeing people get high mm. and meh, you know uh, <laughs> that stuff it's overdone uh-huh. it's right. whatever not that i have any beef with films or or shorts or uh, shows that do show it and express it like euphoria on HBO is great. Um, I've heard that. yeah. So I, we've only, we're only two episodes in, but we quite like it. Uh, but anyway, um, so it's like, it's suggestive. And what it was, mm-hmm. was like, it was a used pipe, like it was burnt and it was in the, the, the middle console of his truck. And mm-hmm. so like at the, at the beginning, whenever he's waiting out in the truck for his dad, he's like playing with his hair. He's actually looking at the pipe. And I, my, my little thing that I, I kind of whispered to Ben was, was like, what is that? What is, you know, what is this? You know, Mm -hmm. think about that. What is this thing you're looking at? You never seen that. That's kind of new. 
And he just kind of like was sitting there thinking and we were rolling and he like did the hair thing, which I loved. And then Dakota came out and that stole his attention. But we did have an insert shot of it that I ended up cutting out because I thought I didn't want to spoon feed information, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but yeah, it's a hard thing to do in a short. It's a very, it's a like telling a story in 15 minutes is a lot different than telling a story in two hours. So it's hard to hundred percent. That's something at least I struggle with is, you know, uh, how much like, you know, how much do do people need to like, know? like how much needs to be said versus how much needs to be implied. Yeah, it's very it's, it's tricky. tricky balance to take. Did you um did you show it to um I don't know, how many people did you show it to before you said like I'm done? Did you like get notes from people and like oh yeah tinker with yeah. it? I I sent it to a I'd say roughly around fifteen ish people mm-hmm. at different stages. Mm-hmm. So the first cut I sent immediately out to like Dom, Anthony, Sean. And then once it got polished enough and there was music and stuff, but it was still like kind of there. And I was like mm-hmm. weighing back and forth options. I actually sent it to Chris, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Ray. And she didn't get back with me cause she was making her own movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to go here and, um, th- I just kind of like took it upon myself to like, whatever questions I asked her, I just like, I took a deep dive and I'm like, I can figure this out. (laughs) And I just went with my instincts, trusting myself of like, I'm just not going to have the meth pipe in here. I'm not going to have this shot in here and Mm. it's just going to live as is. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was one of those, one of those things where I just kind of like weighing, like, do I keep it? Do I not, you know, can I manipulate shots to make it seem like X is happening or whatever? Mm. Um, it's like kind of that thing, but like, I, you know, sent it out and I, I did take part of the reason why it took so long for it to be done. I think final cut was done in, when was it? February or something like that. And then we did final color and sound like in June mm-hmm. or no, I don't remember. I don't remember the timeline. Post-production is just a wash for me. It's such a blur. Um, but I know like from September, mm-hmm. I took the rest of, we shot September 2nd of 2019. I took all of that month to just be away from it. And then starting in November, Wait, I edited you, you, you on shot, winter. You started shooting September 2nd, 2019? Yeah. I started shooting August 31st, 2019. My second no day was September 1st. Yeah. Wow. 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. It's funny. Yep. Our first day was, we did the second and third. It was like a Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and we filmed the arcade on Sunday cause they were closed until noon. So we had until noon. We like had oh, a 4am nice. call time, like idiots. Uh, <laughs> but, but, wow. uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a day, but we were done in, uh, in like eight hours. So, you know, whatever, uh, it's, it was it's, tough. I gotta say, man. Yeah. Really for two days of shooting, that's really, really impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It was quick, quick and dirty, you know? Uh, yeah. but anyway, what was I saying? Oh, post-production. Yeah. That was, that was, it was kind of like a, a thing where like, I, I just edited from November up until like February mm-hmm. where I was getting closer to final cut and then maybe like March, April kind of thing. Like we did color and yada, yada. So mm. did you have, yeah. um, did you base your color off of any other movie or have any like sp- 
strong ideas about like a, a look it had to have? Yeah. So, um, I'm, uh, I love photography and mm. I allow myself to get lost in that world. And I love, 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 love discovering new artists. And mm. one of the artists who's pretty well known, his name's Todd Heidau or Hiddo. I don't, I have not heard his name spoken, but he does a lot of these, um, sort of, uh, ambient space type of photographs where it's like an empty room with like just a cardboard box or like it's a house, uh, on a snowy evening, but it has like green, green tinted lights from a street light. Very, very, uh, very static, but I love the way that he photographs a space and, and it's very, very subtle, very simple. And the light's always coming from like a single source kind of thing. And the color is gorgeous. Um, so like that, that was a big reference because the cinematographer, Dom, he, he was the one that colored in DaVinci Resolve. Um, and yes. And, uh, it was just like one of those things where like we pushed stuff that was like already in, in, uh, in the camera that we captured. So we, we shot on the the pocket 4k and -hmm. we shot in black magic raw and, uh, that coupled with the is Vinci that 1080 really, is black magic raw 10 1080 or 1080 no we or shot that, 4k uh, 4k nice mm-hmm. yeah we shot um i believe it was it was 4k raw eight to one ratio mm-hmm. i believe uh straight straight to sd card in the in the pocket wow. uh yeah how much that's uh, that's did you what kind of what would you edit on like a macbook or my laptop it's a yeah. asus zenbook pro but I had proxies and it made my life way easier. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But he, for coloring, he has, uh-huh. he has a iMac, some, you know, like the tiltable, it's like the, the computer screen is the computer oh, thing. I got, I think I that. got one of these right here. Yeah, yes. yeah. This is my work computer. There you go. Yep. He has that. That's um, what's up. Yep. It's nice. And, and, uh, I, since I, I ended up picking up a pocket, myself just for like work and mm. um i now have because like it comes the da vinci resolve studio comes with the camera like you just get uh, it send you sd card and you plug it in your computer and download it and mm-hmm. you just get the whole suite and it's amazing it's really, i've never really good i've never done the uh, use the uh the pro pro version of it i have colored in uh, the free version of resolve mm-hmm. um very cool i actually did mm-hmm. a assistant editing gig where i had to uh trans code transcode footage and resolve and get it ready for yeah. avid it was a yeah it's a cool program and i'd like to I, I apparently people cut on it now which yeah they do they got they let you can do that um yeah. it had a really i just remember it had a really cool feature i don't know if you could do this in adobe i mean i'm sure you could but it, they like had um like metadata from the camera file and the audio file that they all it needed was just that and I could mm-hmm. highlight literally all the footage is batched, you know, it's all there sitting in the bin, all this random shit, highlight it all and press a few buttons and it syncs itself. Mm. Like, I would like to learn that trick. That was uh, very nice. I'm, For that I'm, project, I'm, I didn't, haven't used it since. But. Oh, okay. I would, yeah. I would love to make DaVinci like my sole editing program, but like mm. it, it's kind of tough because I've been getting... Uh, it's been really nice to have uh, Premiere this year, particularly because I've been able to pick up some some freelance editing gigs and not expose myself 
two other people. You know what I mean? That's nice. Do they? Um, how was the testing up there? Because I know in Los Angeles, I had I had to I had to shoot yesterday that I had to get a a negative test for, and it was um, free free in Los Angeles to go nice. to go get a cheek swab thing. Yes, um, uh, tests that are out in public. I, I have not done any of the swab ones. I've only mm-hmm. done like the one, there's like an antibody test where they prick your finger oh. and like, it's like a 10 minute rapid test. It looks, it's like uh-huh. a COVID pregnancy test. It's like that oh. big. Uh-huh. And like they, they like suction out a little bit of blood and they put it in this thing and you wait 10 minutes and like a line either appears or it doesn't. Hmm. And it's, you're either, you're you either have the antibody or you don't basically. Um, and there's a shoot. So there's a live stream that I've been cam opping for, for the last like five weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's mandatory that like, as soon as you get there, you get tested and you wait for your results and then you can go into the room kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. And since Illinois and Chicago is starting to like close back down, it's like, they're limiting the entire, it's like, we can't have any more than 10 people on site this Wednesday coming up. Uh, uh-huh. and it's like a thing with like you, if you have not been getting tested in the weeks past, you have to do it this week. I've been getting tested every week. Um, mm-hmm. and I found my favorite finger to get pricked. It's this one. Really? It's my finger. Oh yes. Dude. It's not disruptive to my life. Uh-huh. I don't use my left hand as often. Uh-huh. And if I do, it's my index finger. So the middle finger, it can have a bandaid and I can carry on without, you know, being Man. interrupted. I think it's so strange yes. having uh having to get people tested um to be on set, but when you're on set you still gotta wear a mask. Like well mm. what was the whole point of proving that you don't have COVID if you still gotta not be able to swap spit with I people? see. I can see that argument. I uh well I mean because you don't have it, right? Well like, yeah. Are we not te- I think it's because we're not trusting the tests. Yeah. We don't trust yeah. the tests yeah. enough. Could be. Could be. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't it, know. it is um uh, it was nice to know because i'd never gotten tested before until i got it on wednesday how easy mm-hmm. it is here to get now because i was you know having s- this whole situation has thrown the entire industry and in, into upheaval like i uh, i've worked from home since march um mm-hmm. that was when they decided to lock the city down and we all got thankfully super lucky to work uh work for a show that was able to provide uh this imac here that i can log into a pc remotely and see wow. you know work on the show in avid um wow but yeah way, cool. it's all been from home i've been in my yeah. house since march bro <sighs> and i don't know so it's nice to know that if you know people need to get tested for stuff it's free at least for now and yeah we can, yeah. We can all get it done so i'm something i'm bookmarking for the next thing because yeah mm-hmm. that's super annoying i mean like i said we keep saying it's hard to make shit so yeah, throw a global pandemic on this whole thing. Good lord. Don't need it's like this. T- putting on the emergency brake going down the highway, you know? It's like uh <laughs> you got an emergency like brake? Yeah, the thing, you know, yeah, no. in your car. Sometimes um, I, I I'm 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 in some uh this this film career feels feels like riding in like some old like Mazda. It's all some old beat up Mazda and it's got and there's no emergency brake. The blinkers don't work, but it'll, it'll, you just you just drive and you keep driving and hope for the yeah. best. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's you. I I, uh, I don't subscribe to like a ton of podcasts, mm-hmm. and I'm really terrible about listening to them. I really only listen to them when I I'm either out for a run or I'm driving. 
I can't sit and listen to one. Mm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm too antsy. Um, but I've, I've heard time and time again through various interviews that like you do something long enough that you're passionate about the money will come, you know, like you won't really have to worry about it, but it's Mm -hmm. like choosing to do something that you're passionate about. It takes a lot of, of, of moxie. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. And I'm happy that like you're out doing what, what goals you've set for yourself to do. You know what I mean? And that you have, mm-hmm. that you have the drive in order to do it and to like seek that out. Um, because I think that that's really hard for a lot of people, including myself, you know, although like I'm able, I'm really fortunate to have a really good cheerleading squad mm-hmm. on my side of like, no, oh, you could do it. You know, I like, guess fine, whatever. Um, but that stuff can't yeah, be taken know, for granted too, because so many people, Absolutely. Are, you know, want to ask why or like, mm-hmm. like, oh, how how dare you try to live a life that's not like mine or normal, yeah. normal, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy for you too, man. Um, well, it's always, you. it's, it's nice to keep in touch and, you know, see, see. Yes. The, I've the, been the, really the bad. Moving. Well, yes. It happens, man. This it's weird. Social media, we're close, but it's it sucks to be on social media right now. I I, I took it does. A, I've been taking long breaks this this year uh, for various mm-hmm. reasons. Um, Same. Yeah, it's hard. Not on there right uh, now. I don't have any social media apps on my phone right now. Um, mm, that is because it's been for you, too sir. distracting. Have you seen yeah, the documentary, been... The Social Dilemma? Yes, that's why I did it. Oh wow! Because I was, I felt yeah. a slave. That's like, like one this of those... does not make me feel good inside. Goodbye. Yeah, that's like one of those doc- so. like those vegan documentaries you watch, and you're like, okay, I'm not eating, <laughs> not eating pigs yeah. no more. Um, right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just know I keep using it as a tool because I, you know, I, it's the best way I know to reach people right now. Like, yeah. Um, yep. I mean, even with 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 Facebook advertising is a very interesting thing because you know anybody anybody can create an ad for anything and target it to specific people yes for anything and you know i've taken advantage of that i've I've done that i've tried to get my it's a good good tool if you want if you have something you want to get it in a particular person's hands or eyeballs or something you could do that but Mm -hmm. in turn it's just like oh it sucks to be supporting this thing that you know is propagating so much divisiveness and yes trying literally feeding off your mind mm-hmm. to uh i don't just keep you on the thing it's weird yeah it's wild um, really I, weird How, i can't oh go ahead i was gonna ask you uh like as far as communicating with people uh-huh. how how is it that who who is it that you like try and keep frequent contact with because i get up in my head about it where it's like oh i haven't talked like chase erickson mm-hmm. i love chase I've not talked Chase to him. Too. Shout out to Chase. I've not talked to him. Yes. Hello, Chase. Uh, <laughs> I've not talked to him in years. And like the mm-hmm. last thing, thing I remember talking to him, talking to him about, he was like, he was traveling with the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, doing, um, doing dunks and flips. basketball. Yes. Um. And like, I remember thinking like, that's so cool. But then like, I always get tripped up in my head where it's like, that's the last thing he's moved on since. And it's like, do, <laughs> at what point is it like not allowed are you just not allowed to reach out and be like hey how are you 
or is it yeah. just kind of like an open thing of like, oh, you can just reach out whenever because like we're all in the same fucking boat anyway. I think it's definitely you know the mean? latter, bro. Yeah, I know. I get in my head too. Um, especially, yeah, you just have no contact with somebody. But yeah, I mean, that's it's like when I saw I saw you post your short on Facebook. I watched it, and then uh, then a month went by, and then I saw it was like your birthday. So I was like, yes, oh, Zach's birthday. Oh, you know what? I really did like that film. I like <laughs> talk to Zach and see how he's doing. <laughs> Um, I mean that's it's that's, that's the fun of it. This for me personally is you know just inviting people that I'd like to talk to on. Right. You know, usually I don't get a no. People like to sit down and shoot the shit because we're all so starved for fucking social yes. social things right now. We really, really are. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of people that that you and I have graduated with that I just like have lost all contact with not for one reason or another. It's just kind of like we all drift, you know, like everybody's in their own pod going their own speed. Um, I mean, there's a surprising amount of us out here in in LA that I I know, like personally that, you know, we did MCM films together and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, before COVID I was, I was seeing most of those people every few months at like a house party or something. That's cool. That was, that was cool. It was really, really cool. Uh, But now now it's kind of back to being on this island here. Yeah. Where I don't know anybody. But yeah, back to Chase. Chase is Chase is one of those people that'll <laughs> that'll just tell you, yes, let's fucking do this and what do we need to do to get it done? Um, Hell yeah. He, he did such a great job uh on uh on on this on Model Citizen, bro. I think if I I think you I when think did you, you guys when soon. did when was it that you guys shot? Um, well, we shot, we, we started our first weekend was the last weekend of August in 2019. That's right. Um, and then August 31st, 31st and September 1st were the first two days. And then we had, we took three months before we could get everyone back together again, um, with (sighs) everyone's schedules. Cause that's what happens when, you know, when you're not paying people, um, you just kind of, you know, you got to roll with what you, you know, with people's availability. Um, Mm -hmm. so we, convened again in november for two more days and then i started cutting and then i realized no i didn't shoot any close-ups in this scene so we're gonna need to do this and then i also didn't like the uh the way the ending was so i rewrote you know a bunch of dialogue and uh Mm -hmm. but oh i should say we um i didn't i didn't get any of this scene because our first weekend filming my actor got here uh, michael garrett shout out to michael and uh like we were two shots in of like 10 maybe and he uh his wife went into labor and he had to leave whoa so, so yeah that's crazy uh, so he be we had a production baby which was cool um, <laughs> wow that's cool um but yeah we had a nice um there was a good core of us uh casey hilliard worked on worked on it as well yeah um see any other siu peeps i don't think so, oh, Evan Swike. I shot at Evan Swike's house in uh in Los Evan Angeles. Swike. Wait, okay, okay. Um, and I think that's it for SIU peeps. But um, yeah, it was like good. No more than like five or six of us on a day. I had a couple mm-hmm. people swapping in and out for grip stuff. But um, yeah. Um, had the producer donated the camera, camera and lobs and boom pole and then the. the tripod and all the all the most expensive stuff everything else i rented from uh like uh kit houses and stuff like lighting yeah. and lighting equipment and grip stuff um it was like four thousand dollar budget um when all wow. said and done with uh 
with food, which is mo- that's pretty much most of the budget. It feels like food and uh, food and equipment. Yeah, that's how and, it goes um, with small small budget stuff. People yeah, gotta eat. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it's a uh, it's a different kind of feeling when you when you're when you're working with your own your own money. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, well, no time to fuck around here. Yep. You know, do or die. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was a it was a great experience, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a tough year though. I'm not gonna lie. I would say. Oh, yeah. You know, for it, I would, I mean, I don't want to bring the bring the mood down, but fuck, it's uh, I would say it's it's a weird dichotomy. We're probably like, professionally, this has been the best year of my life. I would say, like, I got a great job, on you know the number one show on television. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna brag, you know, people, people watch that shit. Um, yeah. it's fun. I'm, we I'm, we I'm watch fr- occasionally. It is fun. I'm very I'm very fulfilled with with uh with what I'm doing now, and it's uh, happy to hear that, man. It's cool. Mm-hmm. but uh and you know model citizen but personally yes. man fuck i've lost uh, last weekend of january my dad passed um oh, july my grandpa passed and then this past a month uh, a few weeks ago my grandma passed um oh my just, god it's been a crazy fucking year man and if and it's it's a, a, having never lost anyone like close to me personally it's been a, you know, it shook me to my core. So I sort sort of took a step back and just really didn't do anything for probably like three ish months. Kind of like we, I got everyone together to get what I needed for the film because I know we needed it and I didn't want more time to go by. Cause you know, yeah. the more time goes by you fucking, the more you're at risk of, you know, never finishing that thing. Yeah. That is, and I, you know, I knew I, I owed it to myself and the actors and all that to get together and finish this thing. But, you know, after our last, our last weekend of filming, I didn't touch it for probably two, two months, two, three months. Cause it's very, uh, it's a story about a father, a very, uh, very, um, that's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a drama about a father and his love for his child. So it became very personal in a weird, like a way, way more personal in a weird way after, you know, all that stuff happened. So, um, you know, after finally, you know, working on it and going through it, it was, you know, it was very good therapy because, you know, it's kind of, I I had a nice summer break from um, between seasons and I was able to just kind of sort of work on that as I went. So it's been a year of growing. It's been a great year of change, man. Yeah, um, but it's it's, it's crazy. Right. I have never felt more resolved to just fucking keep plowing through, and things will work out as as they should. Yeah, and that's all I can really uh really hold on to, man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm we, uh, well, uh, sorry for your for your losses. Thank you. And thank you. I I remember yeah. I remember hearing about your dad, and it broke my heart. And I did not know about your grandparents because I'm very, I'm not always on social. You know, I don't know if that's something yeah. that you shared on air or not, but. Um, it's, that's, you know. those are some of the few things I have actually shared this year on social, which isn't, which isn't fun. That's one of those reasons I've been taking, you know, you get sad and you're not on it, but then you're like, oh, it's, you know, I better say something or yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, thanks, dude. It's just yeah. put into perspective, you know, life is short. So it is. I chose, I chose a career that, um, you know, requires a lot of hard work and it's, you know, the success isn't guaranteed, but yeah, I'm doing what give I want to do. I'm doing what I want to do, man. Um, and you are too. And you're giving it hell. I'm trying. 
doing my best. Uh, well, good shit, brother. Um, this is great talking to you. I really appreciate great you, um, you man. coming in and uh, talking about your film. Um, so you, mm-hmm. you didn't, did you say what's next on the horizon for you? You got some ideas you're kicking around, but anything, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing. Um, so there's the, the, the short, the one take short, which is called mm-hmm. anything else. It's the pet ah. peeve movie and that whenever, and I've been working on a couple of features, uh, Ooh. just scripts. Yes. So I, I have, there's one that, uh, I'm not going to give it a title cause I, it's very, it's too simple. Uh, that's the only thing that I'm not willing to give away, uh, is the title, but I'll talk about it. Uh, but it's a mm-hmm. film about, a uh, a kid who spends the summer with his mom, uh, who he doesn't get along with in like this small, uh, summer Lake community. So she uh-huh. like inherited a small property from her dad who had passed. And, um, the son is basically being, um, what's the, the term he's been shunned from his dad to spend time with his mom who he doesn't get along with because he basically was just misbehaving uh mm-hmm. kind of thing and uh it's like a coming of age film that takes place on a lake and i'm in, in draft three uh wow. currently and i'm still receiving like slow notes back from the second draft mm-hmm. and then i'm in roughly midpoint land in my second feature, which I'm calling 10%, which is a film about a girl who goes home for the holidays and, uh, she witnesses like a a bad fight between her dad and her stepmom and the stepmom leaves. And she's like making this choice of like staying with her dad, making sure that he's, he's taken care of. Uh, meanwhile, it's just like, uh, it's leads to question. Is she able to take care of herself? Um, and so it's like, they're both family dramas, uh, mm-hmm. one's a coming of age. The other one's just kind of like, uh, like a, uh, internal conflict type of thing, but with some hints of romance and, uh, 10% is kind of like the study of love, romance, and marriage to different stages in life where there's like, she's engaged. And then you explore like the morning of a, of a man who lost his wife to cancer, which is her dad. And then you also kind of witness like his second marriage that is crumbling all the while she has this past lover that is starting to bubble up. And she's just kind of like has these, these checks and balances of morality of like, do I see him? Do I not kind of thing? Um, so been, been working on those and I've got a couple of shorts written, just waiting to be shot <laughs> that I'm like, uh, this is going to take either a lot of money mm. or it's going to at least take uh, no COVID to be around in order to get it done to the, the way that I would, I would like to execute it, but it's just not in the cards. So the, the, the orb short and anything else, those are two things of like me responding to COVID in a way of like, fuck you. I'm going to make a movie with even while you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, I got to, I I'm really wanting to work with, with actors more and, and just kind of like shape and, and hone in with performance and just like work, work with them. And, uh, you know, it's all a learning experience. So just like you said, it's all a stepping stone leading somewhere, um, to the ultimate goal of like, just supporting 
myself and my family through making the movies that I love. It's really, that's the goal, but yeah, that's what's on the horizon. Got a lot of, got a lot of irons in the fire. Um, all the while it's like taking whatever job comes a knocking. Mm-hmm. I don't even care what it is. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, yep, I'll do it. Uh, but yeah. What about well, you, what's coming up next? Um, I am also writing a short right now. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully I'm, I think I'm planning on acting in this one. Um, very cool. But other than that, I mean, I got, I got two month break at the end of this month, um, between seasons again. So yeah, I'm gonna try to at least finish writing that and start planning on shooting and, um, what am I else? What else am I doing? What else am I doing? Oh, I'm shooting some real footage. Like I'm just making up some scenes with a buddy and shooting Perfect. some stuff. You know, mm-hmm. gotta gotta update the real mm-hmm. acting real. This is a yeah yeah very cool. Um, yeah, I've I've uh, I've learned you just gotta fucking do it, make it happen. You wanna you wanna wanna be in things. Yeah, put yourselves in some things. Mm-hmm. And um, hope for the best. I guess I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's what I'm working on right now. Excellent. And enjoying my family this holiday. And I'm, I'm excited to see everybody. You coming to Springfield? I am not coming okay. to Springfield. Um, no, I'll be coming to St. Louis though to um, have Thanksgiving with my pops' side of the family, and then uh, mm-hmm. Christmas with mom and mom and brothers. Nice. Yes, sir, dude. And hopefully, hopefully, celebrating some more festival acceptances. Yes, we'll I'm rooting we'll for you. But well, thanks, man. I hope I hope we could work together sometime soon. We love that. It would be very fun. However, I miss your energy. However, I can I can help you. Let me know. That goes for whoever, whoever, uh, whatever SIU alum are listening. If they are, you know, I'm willing to help out with with anything in any way that I can. So. I'm only a text away or a phone call or email or I wouldn't tweet me. I'm getting, I got rid of Twitter, mm. but I'm on Instagram. So message nice. me, whatever. Cool, man. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I would uh, be happy to make a flight to work with you anytime. I really, I seriously, Likewise. Mean that. I seriously mean that. Um, cool, bro. Where, uh, where should people follow you at? Like on Instagram, uh, what's your Instagram handle? Instagram handle is at Zachary green DP. Boom. For now, that's, that's a director you know, for a director of photography, not double penetration. Not double penetration. No, it is not. Uh, I'm considering switching it handles sometime soon. Oh yeah. Um, yes, I am. Uh, but I just submitted a couple of photos to a, a photo competition, and I mm-hmm. put that in there. So it has to. I have to wait until I get the results back for that in order to uh, to change it. So I'm holding out. But for now, gotcha. Zachary Green DP going to mm. be the Zachary Green. That's the new one. Oh, just someone, someone else have that? Is that not yet, unless someone oh. listening to this goes and takes oh, it, which shit. would break my they're heart. Gonna, they're gonna hold it hostage, be like, here's yeah. give me a hundred bucks, you can have this handle. Give yeah. me a login, don't, bro. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that I'm desperate to change it, but that's where they can find me. And then also I'm I'm accessible by email. I'm an open book. If anybody has questions of any kind or they just want to like get in touch and they're like hey i like this thing you did cool you know that's fine i'm open to it all right on yeah 
All right, brother, man. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. I miss you. you. Miss um, you as well. And, you know, once we get some more projects under the belt, let's let's reconvene and have another one of these. I think... Absolutely. Since I, I learned a lot about filmmaking, I might just listen to other people make talk about making shit. Yeah. Um, you just got to do it, man. You just got to dive in and, like, you get something that you're you're happy with and go, as you know, like you're doing it, you know? Proud yeah. of you. Keep it going. <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. Till next time, brother. All right.